Hello and welcome back to another episode of You Want to Do What. Today we've got Ellis Bennett on and he's a chartered accountant. Hi Ellis. Hi, hi Tom. How are we today? I'm good, thank you yourself. Yeah, good. We're nearly there, nearly the weekend. Yeah, um, it's been a long week um, so far. <laughs> lots of meetings, lots of clients. Um, quite a few issues this week um, with clients, HMRC, and try and get some tax refunds back. Um, HMRC seems to be taking um, a long time at the moment to um, process those refunds, but um, we must persist and we must <laughs> continue. So do you want to tell everyone a bit about what you do, Ellis? Yep. So I'm a accountant, a chartered accountant, as you rightly said. Um, I run a company called EA Accountancy. Um, we specialize in dealing with SMEs, um, young entrepreneurs, freelancers, and startup businesses. Um, I suppose a bit, a bit of a difference to my company is we're online based only. Um, so I will be wherever in the world um, servicing my clients. So I come back into the UK in December. Um, but for the previous six, um, six, five, six months prior to that, uh, when I started the business, I was operating the business all over the world. So that's from Europe to the Middle East to Southeast Asia. Wow. Very cool. So how did you get into accountancy then? You know, cause it's not something that everyone goes, you know, I really want to be an accountant. <laughs> how did you get started? Yeah, I, I agree with you. It's not the most interesting, um, topic it's not the most um fun topic especially when you talk about figures all the time um essentially how i got into accountancy um it's a bit of a strange one actually my next door neighbor is an accountant um i used to go to the football match with him um we got speaking about his job his career and i was a bit undecided especially around college side college time sorry when you choose like options to to study a bit more um, in further depth. So I chose um, accountancy, business, and economics. Wow. Quite um, mix. <laughs> so, yeah. So, to be honest, my favorite one was economics. Um, probably I was best at economics. Um, but when I went to university, um, sports to different universities, um, I didn't like the sound of the economics course. And so I thought, second best option. Um, I was also good at accounting and finance. So, why not do accounting and finance? I've done it at A level. It can't be that difficult at, at university. So fast forward university, um, I achieved the first class honours. Um, perfectly honest with you, it wasn't particularly hard. Mm-hmm. Um, then I got my first job in accounting um, and it was a bit of a, a shock to the system to say the least. <laughs> the reason I say that is everything I learned at university compared to what I now do in practice and what I learned in practice initially is literally bipolar opposite. Wow. Uh, there's virtually no transferable skills um, unless I was going to work for a big multinational company. Mm. Um, yeah, that was, it was essentially starting from, from um, day one, essentially. And it was a bit of a shock to the system. I think it was a shock to the system to the people who employed me because it was like, well, you've done a degree in accounting and finance. We'd expect at least a basic, basic level of knowledge. Um, I was like, nope, this is what I've learned. This is no use. I can't use this. Um, as such whilst I'm working with you guys. Um, so yeah, basically started from the scratch um, when I got my job, even though I had a degree in accounting and finance. That's really interesting because you'd assume that, you know, that would be a pretty clear cut degree into job kind of path and it would, and it would actually, you know, resemble what you're doing. But 
you know, do you actually need to be, do you need qualifications to be an accountant or can you go and, and learn straight out of school into a work placement or, or how does it work? Yeah, so there's two options. You can either go the apprenticeship route or you can go the degree route. Um, at the time, I don't know, I think it's more of a trend. Everyone just seemed to went to university. So I was like, oh, might as well just go to university, um, get my degree. Um, in terms of actually becoming an accountant, so this is where I have a bit, a bit of an issue with the, the industry, actually. Um, anyone point blank can call themselves an accountant. You don't need any sort of qualifications, any sort of experience. You oh, can wow. turn up the next day and say, I'm an accountant. Now, that obviously causes a big issue in the industry. Mm. Um, from one, the amount of rubbish knowledge that's out there. And second of all, what happens is, what tends to happen as such is people who are, aren't qualified, who aren't chartered, tend to undercut in price um, because they've not seen how much work, hard work it takes to actually become a chartered accountant. Hey, what, what is some of those chartership um qualifications needed i assume you've uh, got to have a certain amount of time in industry as well as maybe the degree um and back up some of the experience that you actually have what was that process for you yeah so in terms of the process you don't need a degree a degree helped me in terms of i got a number of exemptions from um, a number of exemptions from the exams that would be required to take um if you're starting from scratch or the apprenticeship route you have um my chartered accountant is in the ACCA. Um, so I'll take that for example. You'd have about 12, 13 exams, um, then move on to your professional exams, but you have another five or six exams. Now, because I had a degree in accounting and finance, um, the first lot of exams I didn't wasn't required to do. Um, but having said that, I think looking back looking back again um, at the start of my my career as such would i prefer to avoid a student loan or student debt um, and go the apprenticeship route most likely yes i think it probably gives you a more well-rounded um view on accountancy mm-hmm. whereas i started from scratch but i had exemptions from the the basic level exams as such so what's an average day like for an accountant um I'll, I'll tell you my my day as today um yeah. so apart from the gym and that that's a pretty different topic um <laughs> i start at 10 o'clock um just because of the gym and that's my general routine um don't don't phone me or email me before 10 o'clock um <laughs> general routine then um in work so between 10 and say 11 or 12 um answer emails i've got overnight or any sort of queries clients have um, between 12 and one or two is when I like to booking client calls. So that'd be Zoom calls, either catch up with clients to see how their company's going, how I can help them further. Um, then say two to three or two to four um, new client calls. So that's clients who want to join EA Accountancy. Um, so first of all, see how how they're doing at the moment, um, what they need to improve on, and give them a quote. Essentially, um, I have the tendency, to be honest with you, to work really long hours. Um, so most people finish at five, six o'clock. Um, I'll still be prepping stuff for the next day or for the next week or so at eight, nine o'clock at night. Oh, wow. 
yeah, it's, a bit, it's difficult, I suppose, as a as a business owner that works on his own. Um, that's where the most difficult part is. I'm responsible for marketing, sales, doing the actual accounts, um, a bookkeeper, everything else. Yeah, so we I found you basically on LinkedIn. Um, and I think the way you you sort of use LinkedIn as sort uh is really interesting because you know, there's a lot of freelancers out there at the moment, and there's only going to increase the amount of freelancers and, and people, you know, taking a step into working for themselves. That's yeah. certainly a theme that we've had on the podcast recently. Um, and it's just really interesting the way you're positioning yourself. Is that something that the industry hasn't really done as yet? Yeah, I feel like your typical accountant um, is, dare I say, an awkward introvert person, which is nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like there's no one of similar age to people start out, starting out in business and can actually connect with people on that level. Um, so say if you are in your 20s or you've got an idea, you've got a business idea, there's nowhere someone can turn to and say, I've got an idea, how do I turn that into a business as such? Yeah. Um, so I feel like if you're on, along the same age group, you kind of get each other a bit more rather than someone who's a lot older than you um, that might not be at that same stage of life as such. Yeah, certainly. Um, for you, what do you think are some like critical personality traits that uh, a successful accountant would probably need? Um, I think a big one is the ability to tell clients they're wrong. And that sounds bad, but a lot of clients come to me and say, my friend down at the pub or something like that said you can do this. And I'm like, <laughs> no, you can't do that. You really can't do that. Um, so having the confidence in your own ability to say, no, actually you're wrong. Um, this is how you're supposed to do it. Um, because at the end of the day, most clients, they don't want to pay tax, point blank. Um, they want to reduce the tax bill as much as, can, as they can, which you obviously can do legal ways and that's fine. Mm. But if you want to pay zero tax, then the UK isn't the, isn't the country for you. Yeah, definitely. Um, what kind of skill sets do you think you need as an accountant? Um, time management is a big one because you can soon, because you've got a lot of deadlines and making sure clients are aware of the deadlines and being able to manage your time to fit all your clients in whilst still do the work behind the scenes. That's I think that's one I, I kind of, I need to get to grips with more. Grips with more. Um, that's why I said I would work until it's o'clock, nine o'clock at night whilst I'm still operating the business. Um, so time management is a big one. Um, you have to be dedicated to it because if you're not dedicated to it, um, the tax world is constantly changing. So every tax year, every year, something will change in the tax, the tax laws as such. And if you're not up to date with that, then you're giving um, the wrong advice, which is outdated. What was the uh, the process like for you going from working inside a company to then um, working for yourself? Um, I thought it was quite a smooth transition. And the reason I said that is I think for the last two years whilst I was employed, it was always in the back of my mind saying I can actually do what I'm doing now for myself and provide a better service. Now, there's obviously a lot of work that actually is required to sell the business, make sure everything's compliant with HMRC, et cetera. Um, it's a bit of a, 
I remember my first day when I left my job. I was like, Ellis, what on earth have you done? Um, this is a bit like a step into the dark um, because all of a sudden you've got no clients, no regular income. And yeah, I think it's just believing in yourself, putting yourself out there and just trying to um, gain as much as much knowledge and speak to other accountants and speak to a lot of, not necessarily clients, but just speak to, speak to people about in business, how they've dealt with certain issues, I think. And for you, what would have been the biggest positive so far you've taken out of being an accountant? Um, probably the ability to affect people's lives. And that sounds a bit a bit deep, but people have goals and ambitions and obviously families, et cetera. But being able to help people achieve that by simply looking at their figures, um, which sounds a bit a bit odd, but say for example, a client needs X amount of pounds um, to live on per month. We'll work the figures backwards and see how much they need to sell, for example, mm-hmm. to achieve that, um, pay the taxes, etc. And then they have a form or a basis of what they need to do with the business next. Yeah, that's really interesting. I've, I've never really thought of an accountant in that way. I always thought, you know, you run a business and then, uh, okay, I need my accounts doing, I'll go to an accountant. But yeah. there's much more to it, right? Yeah, I think the role of an accountant is um, kind of changing. So you get a lot of, I call them dinosaur accountants, um, <laughs> once a year. Um, they'll calculate your tax and say, yeah, that's that's our job done sort of thing. I think the role of an accountant is changing. It's more of a, an advisory role, so a business advisory. So speak to the client about their goals, their ambitions, and their plans, and then put in place a system um, and stuff that they need to achieve in order to meet, meet them goals and ambitions. And for you, what would be some uh, less favourable aspects of this job? Sorry, say that again. Uh, some less favourable negative um, aspects of this uh, job role. Um, you get a lot of people who don't value what you do. They think, I, I, it's a common phrase I always use, is people know the price of everything, but the value of nothing. Very true. And the reason they say that is, there's a lot of work that goes in behind the scenes to help a business out. That the client doesn't necessarily see or know about. Um, so that's always at the front of my mind is, does a client value what I'm doing? And if the, if the answer is no, then to be honest, I don't really want to work with them. Um, and the other negative of, um, I suppose, one role is dealing with HMRC. They're honestly <laughs> an, an absolute nightmare to deal with. Yeah. So what are some of those, like... Um things that maybe you do that the the general public maybe not don't understand what an accountant actually does to add value to businesses yeah so there's a, there's a wide array of stuff so say for example um a lot of the software i use so we have to be able to understand the software and being able to implement systems into a software um special say for example say for example the bookkeeper runs smoothly um Another one is a director's salary changes each year, um, depending on what the regulations change, say for personal allowance and stuff like that. So it's keeping up to date with tax regulations and importing them into um, your clients' accounts, et cetera, to make sure they're being tax efficient as possible. 
And what's something, if you had to write yourself a job description, let's say, what is something that probably wouldn't be in that job description, but you have to deal with anyway? Um, if I was advertising, say, for an accountant position, um, in comparison to, say, my role now, um, what difference would there be? Um, I don't think it's typical for an accountant to do a lot of marketing. Um, so marketing doesn't, I'll be perfectly honest, it doesn't come natural to me. Um, sometimes you find it a bit awkward and um, putting yourself out there. Mm. Um, but it's about just overcoming that and getting on with it as such. Definitely. If you could go back to uh, when you were maybe at school, 16 sort of time, and you knew you wanted to become an accountant, um, what, what maybe skill would you try and pick up uh, that you think would actually be really critical for an accountant um, at any sort of level? Maybe not so obvious uh, to go down the accounting yeah. accountant role. Most, I say one of the most overlooked skills is the ability to speak to people. And that probably sounds strange, but as an accountant, you deal with all sorts of people from all sorts of backgrounds. And the ability to speak to people, to relate, relate to people, um, I think it's a massively underrated skill and being easy to work with because you've got people with a lot of egos, um, clients as well um, with a lot of ego and being able to speak to that person, relate to that person, but also get along with that person. Um, I think that goes not very appreciated. Yeah, I'm, yeah, it's totally fair enough. Um, and would you still go into this industry knowing uh, everything you know now? <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah, why not? Um, I, I think I'd do it differently. I probably wouldn't go to university if I wanted to. Um, but yeah, I, I like my job. Um, I like dealing with people. And I like seeing people reach their, where their goals and ambitions. And that's where I probably get the most satisfaction out of it. Also, um, for you becoming a chartered accountant, was that something you wanted to do for going out on your own? Or was that always an aspiration, even if you were going to stay working within a, a business or a company? I think even if I, was, if I was if I was staying employed, I would like to be. I would have still um, wants to be in a chartered accountant. And the reason I say that is, I think it just differentiates you between a lot of people because a lot of people work as an accountant um, but aren't chartered. So being chartered to me means that you meet criterias um your your decision are at a certain level um i think it just it makes you a more well-rounded accountant well thank you so much for coming on and having a chat ellis it's been uh, really interesting to hear about your your life as an accountant and i wish you the best of luck with your uh, with your business thank you very much and thank you for having me on thank you ellis uh, where can people find you uh, reach out maybe if they just want to ask a question or something yep so there's instagram so that's EA account, EA underscore accountancy underscore LTD, or my LinkedIn, which is Ellis Bennett ACCA, or my website, which is www.eaaccountancy.com. Brilliant. Thank you, Ellis. Thank you, Ellis. Yes, thank you very much.